2: In that case, I pronounce
3: you lucky.
0: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Baseball. Blog Talk Radio.
4: Welcome to the war room. We got Ted. Kim. Yeah. Jimmy. PJ. Be Austin a hot block, commander How you wanna end one to two shows and keep the brain running with the premises on the with the like doing for and great the world room For five nights at the round table Five silly guys
3: and educated
2: Theme music, my dude. What up, what up, what up, everybody out there? Welcome to another episode of The War Room. You are once again live in that War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. On the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy, Dev Mack. at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers from others. Got B. Austin in the building. Got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building in just a few minutes. Uh, NFL Week 1 is behind us. Some interesting things happened during that. Week 1. Week 2 is here. Sit back, relax, bust it up again with your guys in the War Room, the greatest man cave in the history of this, this here planet. Episode 644 starts now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood Chat Room. That's at blogtalkradio.com slash thewarroom, or you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, IG, whatever. That's all at... War Room Sports. will also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. The number is three two three four one zero 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 one two. B, what up, man? Another another rapper shot dead in these streets. Rest in peace oh. to Philly's own P and B Rock. Yo, is rapping like um the most dangerous profession in the world in uh, in 2022. Apparently, definitely uh.
5: It's definitely moving up the uh up the list, like this joint made me sad, man, just I mean they all do, but I'm like, Why? I I, I I don't know, man. I just I don't get it. I don't understand why life is so it it lacks meaning and value. And here's the thing, right? So coming from where coming from where I come from. Coming from where we come from. Come on, young black men have always been the prey, have always been dying. But the difference is, you no, know, these cats don't really seem – especially enter. – they're entertainers. They're not participating yeah. in the streets. They're not participating in illegal and illicit acts. It's like,
2: I, I, yo. Well, Rest most of them minutes. aren't. Well, most of them. Some of them. Right. They, get, they get a little so, questionable so, – when you get around the the, the drill music, it get a little questionable of whether or not they're participating or not. So, <laughs> so then, so then the question becomes: Well, to your point, because because in drill the, music they tell you exactly where and how the murder happened, and and, what, the they
0: did, and together, what they did, and what
2: they did, and which
5: one was holding which. Right, yo, right. he had the Draco,
2: and he had the
5: the so Desmond. Yo, is it? Yo, is is the content bringing forth the reality? Is art? Is life now imitating art? I mean, I, I don't know, but P and B rock music wasn't wasn't about that.
2: To yeah. so my mom I don't I don't you know I don't even really know. Crazy interesting part, you know. Speaking of that, this would surprise a lot of people. This could be a, a trivia question about myself. Like I've seen P and B rock perform, and I have never in my life seen Nas perform. I bring up Nas because you know if you know me, you know that's Pretty much my favorite rapper of all time. I've seen P&B rock perform, but I haven't seen Nas perform. (laughs) (laughs) You Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, it it wasn't a thing where I was purposefully doing so. You know, I was at the Roots Picnic. So, you know how it goes with these music festivals these days. You know, you see some people by default that you weren't really there to see. Like, actually, when I saw the dude, I had never heard of him. So, you know, I was calling him, like, peanut butter and jelly rock. Peanut butter peanut and jelly rock. rock. Yeah, yeah, I was disrespecting him. But, you know, rest in peace to the young boy. Um, like I said, Philly dude. I don't know if his music really
3: defined the
2: traditional, if we have a sound, the traditional Philly sound. But, you know, it's uh-huh. it's what people like. He was a pretty popular dude. Um, a lot of people, because social media gives you gives everybody out here the right to say and you know whatever they want to say. A lot of people are really putting the onus on his lady about this because you know he was gunned down at one of the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle locations in the greater Los Angeles area, um, and apparently she had been posting their whereabouts all day. You know when they were there. Um, you know, there's some people that take it as far as to say, oh, man, she set him up. But, you know, it was over a j- jewelry and robbery. It wasn't really about street stuff as far as we know. You know, we don't really know. But I think that's heavy to lay on her because that's not it's not different in today's day and age. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people <laughs> make sure you know wherever they are whenever they step up in the place. I don't pre- – you know, when I post stuff on social media – photos, vacations, games, and all that. It's usually way after the fact. But I'm not, I'm also not afraid that somebody's out for my life. And, you know, I can't post this now because people coming to get me. I think more for me is, you know, if I'm posting this and you, you know, you want to act act up and, and, and come by the crib thinking nobody's there, and, and that's your ass But I don't really think You know Oh if I post it I'm here Somebody gonna come get me But I But I just think Being observant And like you said Being from where we are It's just second nature That we just don't do things Like that But I wouldn't put that yeah. On that young lady Like that man That's heavy
5: No, nah, I definitely um, I definitely don't heavy. think
2: Um No li- listen I,
5: I don't think That he was set up And Further He hmm. and Young people
2: Being young people man
5: Yeah I'm here, here. I'm there here they post everything they want attention for everything they let everyone into their live whatever but you know you mentioned something about that sound like what are we known for hard bars Mm -hmm. lyrical content street um you (laughs) know and 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 i get that like that's that's historically philly's place in hip-hop so in a in a sense you can understand the violence that it may attract even beyond going, and I'm not even touching on the drill, the drill scene or whatever, but PNB rock made like songs about getting high and girls right. and tattoos. Right. And like, like his content was not anything about violence or, you know, and he was from North right. Philly. So, you know, he was, he was probably had some, some things going. Go on jaunts into the street but his content wasn't even about that like it was it was
2: a little soft so this is crazy though man people just place no value on life these days like you can just really walk up into a restaurant a popular restaurant and just la
5: LA is starting to get a la starting to get a reputation warranted or not place where out-of-town rappers if they don't check in with certain elements of the city then there's a you know a go sign on them, and they're you know it's open seat like that's a thing
2: in L.A. Allegedly. Yeah. All right, well, rest in peace to P.M.B. Rock, uh, another young black man, another rapper, gunned down. I mean, you remember? I mean, of course, people from our generation are going to say what I'm about to say. You know, with Pac and big when that happened they were big they were at the very top of the game i don't think that it it even matters because you know that can happen to somebody now that's at the very top of the game i just think you know it meant more to us because that was our generation like certain people die now these kids might be feeling the same way about that um but when that happened it was so shocking it was so surprising it was so like damn but now it happens so much it's like you never really surprised anymore like you're like how many is that this last 2 months like it's crazy but um yeah man so you know we're going to move on once again you know rest in rest in power to the, to the young brother all right but before we get started um we're going to rap uh, for about 5 good minutes with uh, Fred Perdue about a couple of things in college football. But before we do that, we just got to remind you guys that whether you would us live or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that either on our own website at warroomsports.com uh, or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms out there. There's never an excuse to miss an episode. So make sure you don't, man. You can hear things such as Tissue and the Tape. If you're a hip-hop head, I'm pretty sure they're going to, you know, have a a nice long conversation about what we were just talking about on one of their episodes more in depth. Uh, So check them out, the Broad Street Line, uh, with Roy and Chris, superstars. John Appetit. if you call yourself a foodie, on the couch with the Wilsons if you're into movies and TV. So let's go. These hot topics are brought to you by my bookie. War Room Family, it's time for you to make some money. Sports betting at MyBookie. If you still haven't checked out MyBookie, then it's time to stop wasting your time and place a bet. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at MyBookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after you realize that Trey Lance might just stink. Join now and MyBookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, so like I said, we're going to talk about a good five minutes of college football with the homie Fred Perdue, Warroom Sports college football contributor. Uh, let me get Fred on the line here. What is wrong with the board? Fred, what's going on, good brother? Can you hear us? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Not much, man. How are you? How are you? We, we we good. I'm
3: good. I'm good,
5: man. Man, what, uh, what did Deion, Deion do now? What did Deion do now? I was just, just waiting wait for you to come over
4: here.
5: What does Deion do now? What hate you man, got? Man, do I re- Man, yeah. I got hate? Why does it
0: have to be hate? hate
1: why can't it get. just be fat?
5: Nah, because it's you go out of your way to poop on Jackson State University and their head coach. It's some about him. I mean,
1: it's, it's,
5: it's
1: him. No, it's, it, I mean, when you're begging for more money and yet you don't have those nine national championships, you know, and you're you're begging for more money than a nine-time national champion, and yet you don't even want to go out in your playoffs. You that's, go play wait, hold on,
5: Fred. That's, Ameri- that's American. Ah, I getting to this.
2: We that's got American. This. Yeah, but hurry up.
5: Yo, that's American, <laughs> Fred. You, the market dictates what you're worth. Not your opinions of the pay. Yo, somebody's willing to pay that. Why you hate on You them
3: can't be. That. You can't be mad if you can't be mad if they don't want to pay that. You can't be mad if no mm-hmm. one else wants to pay you. I mean, who, what have you done for me lately? Who have you beaten? I mean, at least the nine-time champs
1: can say they beat
3: five power five
2: schools.
0: All you can yeah. say
1: is you paid Travis Hunter to come to come play for you instead of Florida State. You paid him.
2: Did you say you paid him.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you gave him an in an, an, an NIL bill. My bad. I'm sorry.
2: Can't can't talk about paying pay for play. We're not pay for play. Come on, man. Sorry you know, that, well. I mean, you <laughs> more than anybody know that HBCUs ain't got no money. Ain't nobody paying nobody. But you hey. also know that we, we we live in a you know, we live in a world of followers. I mean, shoot. What what people do online is called following somebody. This is Deion Sanders, so you know if a guy thinks he can go learn under the tutelage of Deion Sanders, sometimes people are more important than places. So, I don't know. That's just that's just me. Iron but let's, sharpens let's, iron, good brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but let's let's get into this, man. Um, first thing I want to ask you about is Alabama's close call. You know, Alabama, all the pundits, the fans talking big stuff about what they were going to do to Texas. They barely got out of there with their life. I mean, they needed a Herculean effort from, you know, last year's Heisman Trophy winner in the end of that game, you know, to be able to escape with that. What's up with Alabama? Are they not as good as we think they are this year?
1: I don't think it's not that they're not as good as anyone thought they'd be. Um, I think NILs and transfer portals have kind of evened out the playing field a little bit. Will Alabama still be Alabama? Yes. Uh, but right now, Alabama looks very average outside of their Heisman-winning quarterback in potential top 15 – top 10, I'm sorry, top 10 pick in Bryce Young. Um, no one in most of them wide receiver position. The defense is where it's at. I mean, to be honest, the offense is kind of behind, uh, even despite having, you know, guys like Tamir Gibbs transferring from Georgia Tech. Um Offensive line looks kind of average, and I don't know. This is probably this if if Nick was Saint Nick was going to say anybody was having a down year, this was the year to say I'm having a down year. Not last year when you had, you know, arguably the best receive, one of the best receivers in college football, and you were one player away from winning a national championship. Um, but Texas yeah, sure. really played them tough. I thought Texas really yeah, was, they did um, defensively. I thought they were really good, especially up front. Uh, I think I think there were two or three plays where maybe they got hosed, maybe a certain safety that should have happened and it didn't happen, and also, but at, at the same time, I think uh, going into the half they had they got a turnover and they couldn't punch it in, so they settled for a field goal and the field goal was blocked. So things you can control, that's the difference between getting a win and potentially being, you know, losing a game.
2: Right yeah now you know if that's professional football, you know the team might get praised for that, like well, they're showing that they can win ugly, they, you know this and that, but in college football, especially when you talk about the Alabamas of the world, you know that kind of parody is not really supposed to exist, so mm-hmm. if you just escape for you know with your life from Texas, people are going, they're going to hammer you for it, you know what I'm saying. Um, so, they're they they, they, they going to hammer you in the rankings for it, you know, so. Yeah,
1: I will say this, Texas was just... the first, uh, was probably one of the first things I've ever seen that lost a game, being unranked and still found their way into a ranking, right. and they did it with a backup quarterback because uh, Quinn Ewer is the former number one guy coming coming out of high school who went to Ohio State and transferred <laughs> back to Texas. He got hurt early in the days of Colt McCoy getting hurt in 2009 in the national championship game. Uh, he had a clavicle; he broke his clavicle, I think it was. And the Card looked okay. He, he handled his business. Uh, Texas really—they had—it was just a few plays here and there, and that's usually what, what a football game comes down to: two or three plays right. here and there. So um, Texas, I think, will be fine. It's—it's not—it's not last week. You're not, you have to erase last week's loss and not let a school like UTSA with a really good offense come back and beat you. So Alabama can't just beat you once. You have to let them beat you once, not twice. It's that old adage.
2: Right. All right. Uh, the Scott Frost era <laughs> is over at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And who are some potential candidates to replace him?
1: Well, Scott Frost, uh, I was a big supporter of him being fired last year. Uh, he has only had one winning season as a head coach. That was his 13-0 season at UCF. He hasn't done much since. Former quarterback at, at Nebraska back in early 2000s. Um, I think maybe he thought the offense that he was going to bring over that spread out offense was going to work. Uh, didn't really work that all that well. Changed the offense to Mark Whipple. Former Miami guy, in that turned it guy made Kenny Pickett a really good quarterback, uh, but he, that offense just doesn't look like it's a fit. But the problem with that team, honestly, is they get they got pushed around a lot by teams like Northwestern. And if you're getting pushed around by those little teams,
2: yeah, they're little
1: for for them to be Midwest guys and getting a lot of the California guys and some of the the Ohio guys, the Texas guys. You shouldn't be getting pushed around by, by schools like Georgia Southern. Although I almost picked that up. Clay Hilton, the former USC head coach, uh, was re- I-, I didn't think he had the horses to-, to literally keep up for four quarters. But when they got down to the fourth quarter, I was like, ooh, this is going to be interesting. Um, but they couldn't get it done. And I don't think Scott Frost will even be a candidate to even go to the Nick Saban School of Coaching, a la being an analyst. At Alabama, I don't even think he's good enough to be in that those type of ranks. Um, Nicky is a former quarterback there, Uh, first black man to ever be in the over what 100 and almost 200 at this point, almost 200 years of, um, of of being around. Never had a head coach in any sport be a black man, a whole woman. So Nebraska has that now. So we have a first, I guess, if you want to go there. Uh, I think he's going to be able to bring something offensively. I wouldn't rule him out. Uh, Nebraska has a lot of money. They're one of the more wealthy schools when it comes to college athletics, especially football, even though they don't spend it. Uh, I would start there as far as candidates. Uh, Urban Meyer is not a realistic thing. Maybe Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Luke Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Matt Campbell at Iowa State may be an option. But your big-name guys, maybe a Matt Rule, if he doesn't work out with the Carolina Panthers, he'd be a perfect fit, Uh, bringing that Baylor offense there. That would be perfect. Uh, But Nebraska has to come back because the traditional powers in college football are when those guys are really – at least 10-win teams, it makes the sport a lot better. I'm tired of seeing schools like uh, UCF come around and and have like a one- or two-year wave, and then they go away.
2: No new dynasties (laughs) needed. All right. So last thing I want to ask you about, get you out of here on this. Um, One of the ranked matchups of the week is your number 13 Miami Hurricanes versus number 24 ranked Texas A&M, Aggies. Give me your thoughts on this game. What's going to happen in this game?
1: I I watched the game again. From the beginning to the end, and I saw App State just pushing those guys around. Quarterback for for a guy like Jimbo Fisher, I just don't understand how quarterback has been such a struggle for them. Um, the offense is slow and, and just lethargic. They have maybe one or two playmakers. Uh, a chain at running back. He's a now he's a he's a speedster. He's a hundred kind of guy. He's a second team All American. Which that's just crazy to think a second team All-American runs a 110100, uh, <laughs> but uh, that that he's one of those playmakers they have. They have a young defensive line. I think maybe next year is a year for them. Uh, offensive line, their center's out right now. He should be coming back from mono. If he comes back in for this game, maybe things will be a little bit more steady. Uh, former co- former Buccaneers arrows. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, former for, former Bucks quarterback Brad Johnson, his son Max Johnson, former LSU quarterback and transfer, is there. But I don't know what what Jimbo would really do at quarterback now. Haynes King has legs, but he doesn't. He's not the he's not the traditional passer, which Jimbo likes to have. Um, on the other end, Miami has a quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, just broke out the news. Just broke today that his star receiver was really only, to me, really a three-slot guy. Xavier Restrepo is out with a foot injury indefinitely. So Miami already had an issue with receivers already. So they're going to have to have somebody step up. Jacoby George will be coming back from a two-game suspension. So hopefully if those guys step up, um, maybe Miami should have something. They haven't shown much in the first two games against Bethune and uh, Southern Miss. So I would think they've been – obviously they've been holding back some things for this particular game. It's a 9 o'clock start, so uh, central time. So this was, this was a late one for our guys. So I think Miami can lean on these guys. They can get a hot start. I think Jimbo might be in trouble. Uh, I think these, those guys have a little bit of – those coaches don't have any real connection to Jimbo. The last regime did. But Jimbo has seen this team plenty of times since his days at Florida State. And he knows the the pedigree and the culture of the the Miami Hurricanes. What I'm looking to see is how does the D-line from Miami handle the offensive line of Texas A&M. A name to watch is Leonard Taylor. He is a complete monster, former five-star. He is a complete monster. Uh, He is definitely going to be a guy that you want to watch. For uh, Texas A&M on their defensive end, they have Antonio Johnson at safety, probably the best safety in the country. Versatile guy can play both safety spots, can play a little nickel corner. Everything I, a guy would be awesome with love because he's that that versatility where he loves that. So um that's a guy he would definitely want to watch.
2: All right, so let everybody know. Hey, you already know where I'm going. You already oh, yeah. know who
1: I'm picking, so I don't.
2: Yeah, we yeah, you we, know, we know that. We know that. Well, let everybody know where they can find you online. Let everybody know where they can listen to you during the week. All right, so you guys can catch me
1: on Twitter, for the You can catch us, uh, on my new podcast, the College Football Overdrive podcast. With and my guy Rick Brown, you can catch us on Twitter at CFB Overdrive. We uh, who come to you on a Wednesday and on an instant reaction Sunday. Uh, so we'll be able to take you'll get all the instant reaction from that game coming on Sunday, where I'm actually getting ready to go record with him right now to go uh, when I get up get done with you guys to talk a little bit more about this game and dive deep in it got a special guest you'll have to find out when you go when you
2: catch up on it all right all right we'll let you next week then fred
1: all right guys thanks for having me on all
2: right no doubt all right that's fred Purdue, everybody if you want your college football fix make sure you you holler at mr Purdue. all right so uh nfl week one well no before we do that man we got to talk about this quote of the week real quick fellas and what what up jim um we we got to talk about this quote of the week cuz you know this is this is everybody's young boy. Um this is this is B Austin's young boy young boy. He he already fan with him, but you know I think B Austin was forcing it because he just don't like the, com- the competitors. <laughs> but uh Anthony Edwards had to tweet out an apology the other day and it says, I quote, what I said was immature hurtful and disrespectful, and I'm incredibly sorry. It's unacceptable for me or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way. There's no excuse for it at all. I was raised better than that. You must
5: have used the F word.
2: Not, well, he, Anthony, what he did, he posted online. Um, he was in the car. I guess he rode up somewhere, and he saw some shirtless Gay guys standing on the corner, and you know he basically was like, uh, "Look at these queers out here." He's like, "Man, I was, I was it, 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 something." He, it basically, he said, "Look at these queers." So you know, some, they some they came from something, something his young <laughs> something his young uncle would have said. Yeah, they, 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 they came from. Um, <laughs> y'all got any thoughts on that before you know? I mean, the apology is 2022. He had to apologize whether he feels it or not. Um, I don't know. Like, because of this, is this the last time we're going to see Ant dunking a chicken tender into a hoop made of sauce? (laughs) Like, is he going to get canceled from – because Ant has personality. B, I don't know if you saw the movie, um, the Adam Sandler movie, Hustle, on Netflix – he had a, a yeah. major role in that. I, I thought he was good in it. And, you know, we just know Anthony Edwards has a lot of personality, which will lead to a lot of endorsement dollars. Do you think they're going to try to cancel the young boy for this? Or do you think he can come back uh, from this? He'll
5: he come back. He'll come back. easy. I mean, I mean Kobe came back is... from
2: what he was accused of. But y'all know the world care more about LGBTQ than just women in general. So, LGBTQIA+.
5: They're so more powerful I, plus. than everybody. They more pop, listen, listen, yo, he's going to come back. And if he gets too big for his britches, at some point they're going to point out when this happened to try and cool him off about a decade from now. That's that's how that's going to play out. And listen, man, yo, far be it for anyone to trivialize these people, for people to take their rights. The world,
2: okay. Listen, listen.
0: Look at these queer ass niggas, man. Do <laughs> the world I okay.
2: That's what he. That's what he posted online. That's that's the thing, man. You you say what you say in a quote unquote safe space, but everybody makes their space unsafe by feeling the need to post every single thing they do, say, hear, see. Like, it's just, it's different. I'm like, you know, it's not like we're the old men get off our lawn. Like, we don't post anything online. Like, you know, I post plenty online, plenty about my life, plenty about what's going on. But sometimes you just got to know what's considered at least right from wrong. Or if you just that dude that just don't, I don't care. Like, I say what I want to say. I don't have to adjust to whatever y'all want me to adjust to. But that's the right way to go. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I'm looking at, like, as you can see, he had them, you know, he had them videoed, like, they all standing out on the corner with no shirts on, and, you know, B, you would have said the same thing, but <laughs> I
5: would have said worse, I would have said worse. He probably, you probably said worse, but you probably wouldn't I'd've have said it. Sure see, that's, that's a good, it's good that I didn't reach, con- I didn't contact my nephew, or he didn't contact me, because I would have gave him bad advice.
2: You the F down the wrong. F them, non-apologizing them. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. It have been bad. It definitely.
2: Yo,
3: all bad. right. So, so it's a, it's a couple of things here, man. Like, well, first and foremost, man. Um, R.I.P. to PNB Rock. I missed the beginning of the show, so I want to make sure I send the young boy rest in peace and uh, shout out to his mom, Nuna. They all from up my way. Um, <laughs> he was a dirty young boy, but his mom good people. So shout out to them in rest and rest in
2: power. Um you are
3: get into this Anthony <laughs> Evers thing, right? Yo, hey Jim, the, the, the why why they ain't it, mad? Yo, why the, why the LGBTQ
2: community ain't mad that he he said the n word? What about the racism? Yo, those
3: and I do want <laughs> to say that y'all. those those are the sorts of those are the sorts of Devin B. Austin they protecting more than women. I, I ain't putting that on the record because I just I'm, I'm not putting it on the record. But with that being said though, funny thing is he just got a new like uh, ad like that just dropped recently with him and a. Uh, him and Sprite Trey Young doing commercials together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: And they ain't strike He's it down yet. Sprite going to get the pressure yeah, soon, because so, you know, know they're going to take it to Sprite.
3: But, but the thing is, though, crazy part is when I first saw it, I was waiting for him to say something way more disrespectful because, like. Don't they call themselves crazy? Sorry, right, so that's kind of where I was going with it. Now, obviously, his tone was like you know, what it was, but I was waiting for him to drop the S word. Like that's what I was waiting for because people was like, Yo, look at this and I'm like Right. I was waiting for it and it didn't come and I'm like, Well
2: pause And I'm like, yo, I mean, uh <laughs> Is it is it the is it the ass ninjas he put behind it? Like we can't like
4: It's probably like we exactly, had like if, I pull if up, I see, pulled
2: up like look at these black oh, ass ninjas Well he can't say ninjas, but look at these, know, these like, black like, ass dudes. Like, I mean, like, what black. he
3: called them is one of the letters, what he called them is one of the letters in their, um like, acronym thing. So, like, it's like if I pulled up and saw you be off and a couple people, and I was like, yo, look, look at them black men over there. Like, look at them black, black men ass, ass men. Like, yeah, I. I
2: <laughs> He's a black man <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's, that's who we are. Like, can we
3: really get mad at that?
2: But all right so I, you know uh, we're getting mad if a smart, white dude said it even though he's calling us what we asked to be called look at them black ass dudes yo but the thing is though
3: when i first i i thought it was going to be way worse than it is so i think that he didn't go too far he was on his way though and then another thing is my other thought about this is everything ain't meant for social like there's certain right. stuff that's meant for social and there's certain stuff that's meant for the group chat you know what i mean right. like yo, because because certain of, things right, right 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 send that send that you to the homies if you're going to record it man
2: you I got to be smarter.
3: Cool. Like, I was thinking that day that we probably got clean out our group chat cuz like we probably got I got to see who's all in there cuz we be wilding sometimes and I know it's like right, we don't be some, where the
2: locker room belongs. Yeah, if, if our group chat ever leak public, it's either going to be some some defiant behavior or some or some apologies. It, it depends on where you
3: stand. I'm denying. I'm denying. <laughs> I'm I'm denying I'm even in that yard. No, well, I ain't even you know, in know, that yard. That ain't me.
2: Wasn't me. So you already know. Yeah. Vote somebody stole my it's, phone. It's, it's, War Room Sports is in the title, but <laughs> this dude stole it. We've been arguing with people. Yeah, that, ain't, been, that ain't me. I got we've enough, been sticking our lawyer on people for that. 10 years about, you know, using our name. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with that. Wasn't me. You know what I'm i anyway. you. Wasn't me.
3: Yeah, but, but Anthony got to chill though, man, because he got a, he has a, he's gonna have a lot of
2: opportunity in front he of him, got um, A
5: great future ahead of him. He, he do got to chill. Yeah, and
2: yeah, they might start winning. Got they got a squad. They might start winning. That's, yeah, they got they got Rudy Gobert. They, they got, got Patrick as Beverly. Well, according yeah, to him, he was the reason they went to. He's he he, the reason they went yeah, to play. Yeah, he taught
3: them how to win. Though.
2: He he taught them how to win. And now, you know, LeBron and AD get to play with him. He made the playoffs last year. They didn't. So, (laughs) Pat Beverly you know, he'd be wild. All right. So, all right. NFL week one, man. Anything that happened last week, like what stood out to you guys? I mean, we do know the Cowboys might be in trouble. Um, Maybe it's time for me and – B to go ahead and switch our divisional pick right now and, and become homers with it because, you know, even though B don't think he, he worth anything anyway, Dakota is out anywhere from four weeks to eight weeks. A lot of different things being said, he got surgery on his thumb. Um, They didn't particularly, they didn't look too good, you know, before he got hurt. So you know, look like cute. This is going to be the excuse that the, the Cowboys fans get to use, but they didn't look too good before it happened. So, um,
3: Dog, they missed Amari missed Cooper. Up. They missed Amari Cooper, yo. It's like yeah. CD is supposed to take that stuff up, but uh, he don't look like he re- – like Amari Cooper opens everything up for their offense.
2: I was about and, to say, um, like, they should even have paid, if CD is that man. he don't got that yeah. other man on the other side taking I'm attention, it's going to be difficult for CD. And I'm, they not didn't have good,
5: I'm not even going to disrespect CD. I don't even know if he's good or bad, although he did have 11 drops last year, which was, like, second most in the league. But Bull gets triple covered, and he, wasn't, he didn't sign up to come into the league to get triple covered.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he triple that's, cover that's my point, so That's the point we're making. That's, mm. But that's the point we're making. Everything is right. different when you got Bull on the other side getting all the attention. Like, it changes right. things.
2: Because like, you have to out. be a certain special to, to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be Megatron or T O or Randy Moss so, or uh, you can't be second tier, third tier. That's just just it's not gonna it's not gonna fly.
3: Why you say, and, and, play and that,
0: say like, Cooper Cup does?
2: No, no, you gotta Coop, be Cooper Cup. Hey Cooper Cup can route his Yo. way out of some doubles and triples too though. That boy can route. Yo, but here's the thing though. <laughs>
3: like as I watch it as I watch it and you. I'm looking at these like if I'm looking around the league hey, and I'm looking at these like top level, these, these the the top top of the receivers,
2: mm-hmm. most of the
3: dudes that the top top dudes, one of the key things they got is they got somebody on the other side that's maybe not as good, but someone that you have got to pay attention to, right? Right. As as I look at Chase down there in Cincinnati, he got I'm somebody on the, the other the side Bengals. you got to pay attention to.
2: They got. They if got I look at, if I
3: look at young Justin Jefferson who looked like Randy Moss last week, you can't you can't not pay attention to feeling like these dudes hey. like. And we're in the, oh, and now he got the like,
2: and he got the baller in the slot, Rager. Come on, man.
3: Like, exactly. So
2: it's like,
3: yo, it's it's like. Gotta pay attention to And I'm like, yo, the Cowboys play their life away. They should have, they should have cut the check to Cooper. Like, well, boys, right. like, what are y'all doing? They take, they they, they move cut it back cut check so. everybody
2: else. But but if yeah. you think about it, this year, like Jerry Jones, all of a sudden got a little cheap this year because. A few years ago, <laughs> remember all the, the, the money he invested into the offensive line? Like, he's not even yeah. investing that way into that. So that's first and foremost is what's going to turn you into an like, There's something yeah. going on we're not yeah. privy to. Yeah, he got Jerry some.
3: Got, he, got um, he got a paternity. Jerry he got a paternity.
2: He, he got some Jerry other pepper. Jerry going on, Jim. He got some Jerry Buss going on in his life. He about to go, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. About to go bankrupt or something. Uh, speaking yo, of, man. Yo. Have have any of you guys – I know you have, Jimmy. Um, And when I say that, I'm asking the audience. not like they can answer me, but, you know, y'all can talk to yourselves. But I never get enough Laker content, and I'm not a Lakers fan. But, you know, if you sit here, even if you're from Boston, if you sit here and act like just the Lakers story is not interesting, then you're lying to yourself. So they have another – series a docu-series on hulu that jimmy and i have been watching and it's just as good as everything else man like <laughs> like the every the, the the magic thing was cool the what was the show that we were watching on hbo max uh winning time i was supposed to be called good. winning time because they couldn't call it showtime crazy part about it though jim if you like truthfully they all had such a problem with winning time but most of the stuff in this docu-series, they just don't dig as deep into everybody's personal life, but yeah, yeah. Winning Time didn't really tell any lies. That's what makes me think, like, they just wanted to control the narrative, narrative exact- and not they have ex- some they, of they those just stories ex- come out. They didn't want those personal stories. They just stories. exaggerated a lot.
3: Winning Time, yeah, 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 exaggerated a lot. I think that's of how it was level. meant to be.
2: Yeah, you had the Hollywood. You know.
3: But I, mean, but was- I ain't going to lie, though, watching this, joint, I'm like, yo, Jerry, Pre- Jerry West was a depressed evil dude, Joe.
2: Yeah, he but, was, um, and, he, and he was the most mad. He talking about Collins, lawyers and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. But you proving yo, their point. I tell you one You got thing, real though, angry over they
3: this. Of, they didn't <laughs> bring out homie putting out a hit on the whole squad, though. They didn't show that part. Yeah,
2: they, <laughs> they, they <laughs> didn't show that part. They just—they—they uh, they definitely yo, didn't show that part.
3: Yeah, so I watched all six episodes. I was—I was like, yo, Dad gonna have me watch this joint and tell me that it wasn't done. Like I—I thought I thought, that, I thought was the, Yeah. Then, once you I'm got like, no,
2: to more, six, more, like, more come out. You know, I guess they come out weekly. Yep. So I was sitting in here scratching my neck yeah. like Tyrone Biggum's like, yo, y'all got any more of them episodes? And,
3: like, you know, <laughs> and it's crazy, though, because the last episode, they get into, like, the Shaq-Kobe thing. Like, I, and sometimes because of, like, you know, because of who Shaq is now and how silly he is and how he carries himself on social media and TNT, mm-hmm. I forget that who Prime Shaq was. Like,
2: right.
3: I I'm, I guess I'm guilty of, like, sometimes forgetting that because, you know. Well, all the TNT
2: cats. Because of the yeah yeah like we forget we forget, forget prime like, Barkley was that guy Barkley a lot of people act like they like Barkley is just un, like Barkley's just dropped out of the the pantheon of the greats because of his yeah his TV but, personality
3: but
5: yo don't even when bring they
3: were him up. like when they were showing like Prime Shaq and how people was like talking about him at the time I was like oh yeah I mm-hmm. forgot yeah yeah I forgot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo I forgot yo like Shack was Shack was him. And I actually
2: forgot yeah, was how quickly in L.A. it turned into Shaq and Kobe. I, you know, I, I, yeah. I truthfully forgot about that. Like, it turned into Shaq and Kobe pretty, pretty quickly. Like, dude was still really young. Dude was, you know, they hadn't won anything yet. And the bickering had already started. I'm like, damn, I forgot that it started even Yo. before they won a championship. They were like, will and they I ever win a championship every- Button heads like this?
3: Yo, and I swear on everything. I've said it before on this show. Yo, Nick Van Exel is the greatest non-great player ever, yo. Like, his highlight reel, his highlight game is just next level. Like, yo, Nick Van Exel that, Nexel that guy. I, like,
2: I wanted to mention that, but I didn't want to spoil anything for you. Like, I wanted to say, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, as much as I hear you say that, they made sure in this documentary that they had to do a whole segment on Nick Van Exel, so it's like as great as yeah. the Lakers um, organization is and has always been. Nick the Quick you can't tell the story of the Los Angeles Lakers and not take a few minutes to talk about Nick Van Exel, even though he didn't win a damn thing with him. You, you just had to, yeah. Right? It's, Nick because, was that it's guy.
3: because Nick and Eddie, that squad, that squad with Nick and Eddie, they were like building the right way, and then Buss is like, "Yo, I'm cool with building the right way, but let's take the shortcut. Yo, bring Shaq in. Like, remember, yeah. they were building a squad." They that's just how made the, the, the Lakers all.
2: always get impatient like that. That's, remember, that's how LeBron yo, was, yo, was, yo, they, they were Fox building a like, the squad. They were this. getting picks. You had Lonzo. You had Ingram. You had uh, my young boy from Villanova. And then it was like, nah, come yeah. on. yeah, go get Bron.
3: Yeah, call Brown. <laughs>
2: Let's get the <laughs> like,
3: call yo. <laughs> yo, but that's what he did, though. He was like, yo, we got Nick, Eddie, Sabalas, We made the playoffs. Like, you know what I mean? We went in a couple games in the playoffs. He's like, look, call Shaq. We're going to take the shortcut. Fuck like all that. <laughs> but, um. Right. But, no, like, Wait, if you
2: watch this man
3: next to highlight, you think he's a top 30 player.
2: And and I did yeah. learn some stuff during his back Numbers Nick's numbers ain't bad. nah. no, nah, no. Nah. What's his,
5: what's his Nick, career Nick, averages Nick, and all that? Guard, Nick, what do they look like? Nick, I don't even know what they look like. 14, 14.5, uh, 6.6 assists, and three rebounds.
4: That no, ain't I'm terrible. That's not terrible. And his, his, top, his
5: top year was when he was in Denver, though, in 2001. Bull put up 21 a game. The
2: oh, yeah. He had the green eight. light. But there were some things that, that that surprised me, some things that I don't remember, you know, hearing before. Um, in winning time, they definitely glossed over exactly how um, Jerry Buss acquired the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> like, they talked about some stuff, and they talked about how Jack Kent Cooke got a little – you know, started playing hardball with him. Yo, but I didn't know and they talked about him having to liquidate assets and not assets and not really pay money for the team. But they didn't tell yeah. you in winning time that this dude liquidated assets so he could buy the Chrysler building and then sell the mm-hmm. Chrysler building in New York to Jack Kent Cook for the Los Angeles Lakers.
3: I was like, Yo, Yeah, they swapped it up. How you, yeah, they how they you swapped it out the because Jack, Jack Kentucky Jack Kent Cook didn't want to pay taxes, so he said, yo, right. I don't want to pay taxes, so you buy this building, and we just going to do an equal swap.
2: Right, and he yo, did, there were some stuff he didn't want to give to his uh, – he was going through a divorce, too. He didn't want to lose some yo, certain What's things. crazy
3: about that is
2: <laughs> – He didn't want to lose that, to that liquidation. This,
3: John, before you told me to watch this, John, I was watching one of them Trump documentaries that's on Netflix, and, mm-hmm. like, yo, and they were going over, like, how he got the casinos in Atlantic City and how, like, my man ain't had no bread. All he had was <laughs> debt on everything in New York, right? <laughs> on his dairy body. And the, the, the And the gaming commission was like, yo, we don't think you can do this. You ain't got cash. He was like, yo, my name is good. I'm Donald Trump. I got all kinds of banks that are giving me bread. Don't even worry about it. And he was like, well, we're afraid that you're going to use junk bonds to do these casinos. And he was like, I don't even know what junk bonds are. I'm not using junk bonds. That's not what I do. I go to banks and I get loans. <laughs> so they was like, all right. So they was like, all right, cool. A day later, my man had junk bonds floated to get the. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo,
4: junk. All- he yeah. He's, been
3: a, liar, yo. Duh, duh. he's, he's listen, been a liar. No, Listen, listen to this though. My dude got a, a junk bonds with a with, yo. He had to pay, and the loans he were getting were like hard money loans for a casino. He was paying like 19 percent on his loans, right? So they said you didn't they, pay that for your casino, make, did you? <laughs> duh, duh, yo, yo, chill, yo. They said the boy had to, <laughs> the boy had to make like a mill a day for the joint to even be profitable. So of course, when it first opened, it's the Taj Mahal a big thing. They made over a mill, and he like, see, I told you. They was like, dog. Within two weeks, they was operating at a loss. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trump my is point lying. is saying
4: that
3: my point of bringing that my point of bringing that story up is this, right? I'm tied back into the Lakers game you're talking about, yo. All this stuff is cap, bro. You know, when they go to right. the Donald Trump joint, you know, yo, boy never had bread. Everything is all smoke and mirrors. And even with Jerry Buss and him, like, yo, my man Jerry Buss was, had the Lakers and the Showtime and all that. My man really was scrambling most of the time.
2: Right, and his, some of his like, kids are crazy. These like rich folks are not really
3: having bread. They just they just know how to leverage and like. But the thing is, the one thing about Buss, I'll give some credit for, is it made him creative. Like he figured out ways to make it work. Trump is tapping. Like, to the point where he went to the White House, like, but, but Gary Bus did things like you know bring mm-hmm. the Laker girl. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize mm-hmm. he did the name and right thing. That was
5: him. One of the reasons that I love I love Donald Trump so much is watching his supporters backtrack and go through mental and verbal gymnastics to defend him. <clears throat> My man is literally a scum. Because bucket of the earth, and they were. No, he's he,
3: but yo. When you watch his documentary, it's like multiple parts. It's on Netflix. He has been scamming since the very beginning. Like he's Robin, he's the definition of Robin Peter to Pay Pal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yep. said that within like an eleven year period, every business he started failed. The State Zone, <laughs> the Trump University, he had a helicopter company, this company, that they all failed. And then he just got lucky with The Apprentice, and The Apprentice, because of its marketing, made everybody believe he was a great businessman. Although, sure. like, every business he started failed. His casinos failed. Like, yo, everything failed. Everything failed. Yo, but the crazy part is, like, I'm laughing watching it because I'm like, yo, my man is pure cap. He's a definition of, like... But it, that's what I mean by everything being smoke and mirrors. And when you watch his your, liquor he's, show... pure cap. <laughs> he is a capitalist. He is caps. Pure <laughs> when you old. watch his, you watch this Lakers, John. You like, yo. You think everything is great because he's the owner of the Lakers. Behind the scenes, they show how he was scrambling. Yeah,
2: he was. <laughs> even the like, idea were of They were questioning whether he was going to make payroll a couple of times. It was. that but that
3: great. remember even the naming rights idea, right? When he right. had to get home right. with some bread.
2: So right. he had. Now, it was just a form. He. Was, now that's like the thing. I'm not saying he invented yeah. it, but he was one of the pioneers of of getting bread from from naming rights. Um, this is crazy because we were actually I don't know how we got into that. We were talking about NFL Week One, but um, but oh, no, yeah. if, if y'all haven't watched it, it's on Hulu. Make sure y'all y'all watch that. It's up to episode six. Um, and what's what's crazy, Jim? Y'all y'all man. Y'all so spoiled and I'm, I'm saying y'all as Lakers fans for people who don't know that Jimmy grew up a Lakers fan. Y'all so spoiled y'all can do a docuseries and damn near every episode end with y'all winning a championship. FOH. <laughs> <laughs> FOH, man. Like, come on, man. Like every episode Yo, where they go through all this go. turmoil and then at the end of the end of the joint um championship. Uh, Scott, you said Winning Time was better than Magic's, in my opinion. I don't know. That, 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 winning Time was way better than Magic's, in my opinion. But Magic's was yeah, definitely
3: Yeah, yeah. was. Watching, I, don't, I don't even get into that. Even like, that was a commercial. Magix,
2: but I watched it. Yeah, I watched it just because. It was it was good. But that I think. That was a commercial. I think Winning Time and the one I'm watching now are both way better than Magic's. But all of them were interesting to me.
3: Yeah. But Hulu's John is definitely better than Magic. Magic John was, uh, was a little bit about Magic, and then by the time it got to the end, that last episode was literally just a commercial for all his businesses. Yeah, My man
2: yeah, Magic I mean, got Apple you know, to
3: make a commercial.
2: Plus Magic, you know, he knew that other one was coming out, so they had to make something because he knew what that was going to be about. If they didn't ask him for his input, he knew what that was going to be about. He's like, they're going to show people how I got HIV. And so I got to get ahead of this.
3: Yo, um,
2: yo, my guy Jerry Buss,
3: man. And first of all, did Dr. Jerry so Bus invented the IG. The yo, Dr. Jerry Bus invented the IG model, yo.
2: Literally. Literally.
3: He, he did. He used to frolic with a bunch of young Johns. And because he was trying to remember their names and everything about them, he would have them pose and take a picture and put together a big binder for the women he was with. Yeah.
2: So instead yo, of clicking to the next bro. next profile, he just he's turned the page. Saint. A hero, mm-hmm. a legend, a saint. He he he, he that but he he's definitely responsible for Magic's condition, though. Like,
3: yeah, no that's doubt. Probably, that's no, right. Yeah, why he it. took
2: it. He, that's why he took the news so hard because he knew he was responsible for that. Shit. But
3: <laughs> yeah. No. So
2: back to that. yo to Matt, the, to yo, the
3: yo and his yo his son still a little salty too, right? You see his son. His son was like. I know yeah, Magic okay. thinks that he looked at him like a son. I wouldn't say that. I mean,
2: I, right, I know right, what that's right. like. I'm like, yo, you sound like No, you don't. Because, yeah, he used to treat y'all like y'all weren't. He used to treat y'all like slaves. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right, so we talked about the, the Dak Prescott uh, injury. The Denver broncos Seattle seahawks game, the way it ended, Um They gave Russell Wilson a whole lot of money and then their first game comes down to it, fourth and five, and the coach, the new coach decides that he'd rather try a 64-yard field goal on the road in Seattle, not in the thin air of Denver, rather than let his uh, quarter billion dollar quarterback try to get five yards. Do y'all think Russ should feel some type of way about that?
3: Um. So mm-hmm. I watched the,
2: end of the game. It was a disgrace. And it was a
3: terrible, the terrible clock management. It was Andy Reid esque. You know, Andy right. messed the clock up. But, right. but, and it's funny because I was watching um, Eli Shannon and uh, Peyton. Oh,
2: the Manning. And, and Shannon
3: was going crazy. He was like, "Yo, even if you kick it, you got all these timeouts. Line your kicker up appropriately, because you see he's hooking everything to one side." And it's almost like timeouts, yo. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. So I don't even blame him for kicking the field goal because he could have made it, but you also could have put your kicker in the best position to, uh, you know, make the field goal. You could have called a timeout. Now, um, he just fumbled the clock terribly. Like, it's just terrible. And it's almost like he was in over his head is what it seemed like. Um, You know, hopefully you grow from this as a coach and learn, but you seem way in over your head.
2: Right, he definitely does. And I'm not saying, you know, he can't come back from it or whatever, but, you know, for that to be your first performance, uh, you're on the big stage, Monday Night Football. You got Russ going back in to where he played the first, you know, portion of his career. Like, dude. (laughs) Like, I've seen Russ Wilson used when he shouldn't have been used, Super Bowl one yard line where they could have just gave it the beast mode who was beast molding people all night. I've seen him, you know, in that situation when he shouldn't have been used. And now I see them relying more on a kicker to make a superhuman kick, a kick that would have been the second longest field goal in NFL, NFL history. You know, they, they opt for that rather than, so I, I kind of think it's a bad look. Whether he meant it that way or not, whether it was just him playing the analytics game, which he said he was, I don't know what analytics is going to tell you instead of fourth and five to try a 64-yard field goal. But, you know, that that's yo, the excuse I'm not you even
3: use. Yo, I'm more I'm like, like the ball let 40 seconds run off the clock. Like, what is that about? Like, you <laughs> right. literally let the time just run down. That's what I'm pissed about. Like, yo, I'm not even mad. Because, I, I mean, but that vision, shows but you you, right like, there. Yeah, like, you
2: this on? dude must be playing for the field goal. He's going to let the clock roll like that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but like but to, to, to Shannon's point in that case, okay, well well you got you, you know what I'm saying, like I don't know, it's just it's just a lot, man. So maybe you should have left him on the field. Like it's just it's just a bad look altogether, man. Like terrible clock management. You know what I mean? Because you could've I mean you probably should have left Russ on the field, to be honest with you, you know. But I don't know, man. Like just just terrible coaching. Terrible coaching. Now it was his first time there. Um first you know, um, Russ's first time back. Geno looked like Russ. I don't know what like, came uh, from Geno Smith. Gino Smith was like looking like he's actually played football. Like where'd that come from?
5: Right. <laughs> <That> <laughs> although, he the gar- although he
3: was grabbing, he was grabbing dude's cheeks. He was kind of, you know, that's kind of fake. But <laughs> other than that, like.
5: Oh, so, uh, I know our friend of the show Modi was excited to see Gino do well. <laughs>
3: Yes, I'm laughing because I'm like, Gino looked like Sharp, especially in the first quarter. So it's funny thing is like Dev's right, as the game kept going, first quarter he looked like Peyton Manning. Second quarter he looked like, you know, Drew Brees. Like as, so as the quarters went by, you know what I mean, then by the end of the fourth quarter he was back to Dino but into a pumpkin he was yo, but I was like as I'm watching I'm like yo, and then they pointed out that he spent time like backing up Russ and he backed up like somebody else who was good. Like his last three cents he's been behind like some great quarterbacks. So maybe he's like, you know, um, turned it around. I'm like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. We will we'll, we'll find out sooner or Because that's the thing, like Yeah, t- we t- time much and then he ended the game with hundred and ninety five yards. That just tells you how bad Gino was before that we're so impressed that, you know, he, he threw for hundred and ninety five yards. But no, he he looked good in the first half. So, so it wasn't just the yards. He probably had most of those yards in the first half. So we thought he yeah, was in for a did. bigger game. But Looks <laughs>
5: like he's an NFL QB, so I expect some positive play when game plan. But then he's also Geno Smith, and there's a I'm reason not he's not a starter. There's a reason he's not a starter we'll called in the second half. No
3: dog, I ain't gonna hold you. The first, the first say at one PM, those first games, it was such bad quarterback play. That so, yo, devil tell you, I was in the group chat like yo, we need yeah. a, one PM We, to, we need a uh, Patrick Mahomes to play because we need him yeah. like you know, kind of like the record straight, like these dudes are here drawing.
2: And luckily, you, you needed. Luckily, at four uh, four o'clock, o'clock, you had Mahomes play. You had Justin Herbert play. Um, yo, Justin thought Herbert was we like we he thought, the best thought,
3: quarterback I ever seen in my Aaron life. Aaron
2: Rodgers was going to do something. He played like trash. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins played pretty well. So four o'clock kind of made up for what one o'clock was doing. But um, yeah, yo, it, the Justin Herbert
3: looked like a Tuesday. yo, Justin Herbert looked like one of the top five quarterbacks to ever play football. <laughs> <laughs> yo. And I know yo. and I know that straight hyperbole, but for him to be that young, like yo, his grasp of the offense is crazy. It's like he yeah. knows where everybody is and his throws are impressive because he's like releasing the ball at a point when this dude's turn it's already there. I'm like, yo, this is scary. If and this this even is what when, you got to
2: deal with, right? So was, even when he has to slide the pocket and be mobile, which, you know, he's a decent athlete, like he's doing that with the intention of still killing you down the field, not just, you know, one read and taking off. I ain't taking no shots at nobody. But, um, yo, some of the stuff he was doing, it was just crazy. It was, it, it was getting silly at, at one point. Um
3: Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is scary because he's really not even like he's not supposed to be in his prime yet. He's still learning. Like, what's this? What year is this?
2: This is year three, the beginning of year three. Is it two or three. It's I don't even know. I don't know if it's two it's or three. three. It's three 'cause uh last it's year it's was it's um three. last year was uh your man, Trevor Lawrence, and he don't really look like He's, oh, yeah. he looked like he ain't getting better at all. Yeah, yeah he, he, looks, he, don't, he doesn't yo, look like the can't-miss prospect that they said he was. Dog. Yeah, he, he doesn't look like He
3: gave the worst pregame speech I ever heard in my life. I'm like, yo, I am so unmotivated. Like, at least <laughs> – Yo, I'm like, yo, you are terrible, yo. Like, at least Jameis yeah. Winston is funny. Like, you're not even funny. He just, he
2: just, at Jameis got he's, bars. <laughs>
3: yeah, Jameis will was draw, but I'm like, yo, he's funny. you <laughs> trash, B. But yeah, he don't look like he looked poo poo. But this dude Justin Herbert is scary yo. If him to be in his third year, what's he gonna be doing in his sixth year?
2: Yeah, and I picked him. That uh, he was my I picked the Chargers to win the division. I still don't know about that. They got a big game tonight against the Chiefs. Um, Mahomes is telling everybody hold up with all that. he went out and threw five touchdown passes, um.
3: Yeah, but they play strong. each other
2: tonight, so that should be that should be decent. I picked the Chargers to win the division, and I pick Herbert to win the MVP. I'm not so sure after and it's just been a week, but I'm not so sure after a week that the Chargers are going to win this division. I think the Chiefs is still telling people like we still got something in the but, tank, but we shall I see. I still
3: don't know how Travis Kelsey gets open like he does. Yo. Right. He, Especially now he they got less the weapons. I'm like, right, God. Well, he don't even catch the ball in traffic. My God, he wide open. I'm like, like yeah, I mean, I do got to Like
2: maybe watch the game fast, film. Particularly fast though, and his routes don't oh, look like great. It must
3: you be know. something. It must be something. And again, I haven't watched the film, but it must be something in how they're lining people up. Cause Andy Reid does an amazing job. This dude be wide yeah. open. Like,
2: Andy Reid yeah, like, oh, He'll he'll, he'll make a safety bite a certain way and leave somebody open that shouldn't be open. He, he's definitely good for that. But still, that's Travis Kelsey. You got to know where it, he it's it, is. It's so, you know,
5: so it's two. It's two. It's, it's, it's two things. Number one is Andy Reid's alignment. But number two, Travis Kelsey always runs option routes. Like they're always. He never mm-hmm. runs a called route. So I'll give him his okay. props. And, he always knows how to make the right decision at the top of the route when he breaks. Like that's a skill. That's like, dude is highly, highly intelligent even though he doesn't look like it with a touchdown celebration. But like dude, (laughs) dude's ability to make this decision at the top of the route and find space is legendary. And he don't look fat. He, but, and, and he be trying to shake people and, and date black girls. Like, yo, dude is, (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> yo, he's always Yo, he's, he's always open And side note, I know the Chargers defensive coordinator Is listening right now Because everybody listens to the war room But yo, if the Chiefs get down to the goal line Yo, they're going to run the shovel pass I'm always amazed at how yeah. Andy Reid Been getting that same playoff for like a dub now Yo, he yeah. his whole career
2: I'm like, that used to be Brian Westbrook's thing He's just going to go down there and get the shovel pass And that's another way he used to make McNabb looked better than he was because you know <laughs> wow. shovel pass is a glorified, glorified pitch, and it's just forward instead of backwards. Yo. So this you know off like two decades now, yo. Like that's five, that's Andy five Reed touchdowns face. for Mahomes when he when he really threw three touchdown passes, but a little shovel. This is
5: Andy Reid safe. This Andy Reid safe zone because we appreciate and love Big Red. But there's so many things he does that, like, by now the league should have caught up to. That shovel pass is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Y-
3: y- y'all, y'all can't stop that?
2: Right. Y'all can't yo, stop don't that? Y'all know what's said, coming? Yo,
3: he's been, he been getting that off for, like, two decades, yo.
2: <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. That's not an exaggeration. I know when they run it, McNabb's like, yeah, I remember we used to do that. Um. All right, so a lot of, a lot of good things happen, probably – like I said, second half of the day. Um,
3: yeah, first Justin half was, was,
2: was, him. was a little slow. Justin Jefferson started out just how everybody envisioned that he was going to start out. And I know a lot of the fantasy owners out there who took a who took a flyer on him with, like, number one picks early in draft, top three picks. I know they're happy with themselves. Um, I got him at
5: eight. <laughs>
2: it's the right I, thing. i started a week because, you know, we can continue the conversation off of these. We actually have two of them. Um, first stat of the week, the Dallas Cowboys are the only team in the NFL that scored zero touchdowns in week one. We definitely had to get that off. So it's really not much of an excuse. Like I said, we like we said earlier, they were playing terribly on the offensive side of the ball, you know, before the injury. Um, and I personally don't think they were utilizing Zeke. Zeke was – running at a clip of like five point two yards per carry, but he only No, I'll keep
3: that too. I'm like as a he I got, got he the whole game. as yeah.
2: a, as an Eagles fan, I'm
5: thank I'm thankful. I'm thankful. So I'm hopeful that they're not listening, even though we know everyone listens to the War Room. But Zeke is nowhere near as bad as people make him sound on the fall off tip. Like I'm not saying he's the same back he was three years ago, four years ago, but People trying to make it seem like he's just falling off the wagon.
3: Well, no, hold on. I was wondering whether, if y'all whether he, gave he was hurt because I'm like times, five times a game.
5: It would be trouble for a lot of people. But yo, I was
3: wondering whether he was hurt because they just million. stopped giving him the ball.
2: They just stopped they just giving him the ball. Right.
5: Jerry doesn't want to win. Jerry wants to sell. He but I think they him. also
2: paid the ball Pollard, so they would be trying to get him in the mix a little more than they should. Um, and it's also well-known that, you know, Zeke is a much better pass blocker than Pollard, and they want to pass a lot. So, you know, it's just weird how they utilize their personnel. But even if you have a second back that you think is decent, that's starter material, if you have somebody that's rolling at 5.2 a clip, then you ride the hot hand. Yo, you, you got to ride the hot hand. Right,
3: hand until, and I got until a you I got a can. Like, it's just silly.
2: I gotta ask you a question,
3: right? Because that ain't, ain't um, is it Nick Chubb your uh, fantasy running back?
2: Yeah, he is. He's right. one of them. I yeah. listen. Nick him Chubb, he, Nick Chubb is nice, man.
3: But I but I gotta say something though. Kareem Hunt different, yo.
2: Kareem you know, Hunt, he steals touchdowns though. Yo, I do to get Nick all the rushing yards, and then they'll give it to Kareem yo, Hunt either out of the backfield but, or on a handoff, and he'll go score.
3: Dog, like, yeah. Kareem Hunt is different, like. <laughs> And I'm sitting there because I saw like before, before leading up to the season, they were talking about trading him. He was mad, he could contract the yeah, man. I saw them go. put out a statement after week one. After week one, they changed their mind. I'm like, yo <laughs> They like
2: we not there. No, you can't leave. <laughs>
3: no,
5: they yeah,
2: they legitimately have two mad. Pro Bowl running backs. They, they got Yeah, two they hit him with pay. it.
3: now now you can't leave.
2: Hey, yeah. I mean but yeah, remember they got like him, how long this, they got him on some fluke. Because he did something wrong and the Chiefs let him go Trying to, you know, Andy trying to be The the morality police Trying to look good I like, Can Dog, you imagine
3: if you put him Can you imagine if he if was still on the in Chiefs, Chiefs lineup, Right oh he was like, stars. Come on, because
2: as much as we talk about the Chiefs <laughs> Shout out to Bond Because I happened to catch him say this earlier He was like, you know, they are a dynasty of one Like because we, you know The Chiefs get that kind of talk yeah. these days And they've only, you know, they like the Pistons of the two thousand pistons, two thousand four. They've been there before. They've been there before. But all of this they got one to show for it. So yeah, like if you had Kareem Hunt still on that team, come on man. Come on, they are weapon You wouldn't even need a shovel pass. You wouldn't even need a
3: shovel pass no more. You had nah. Kareem Hunt.
2: Just turn around and give it to him.
3: <laughs> let him do a deep.
2: You know, show you no trickery required. Just get a ball to ball and let him that hunt. young man is a football player. <laughs> don't forget don't forget yeah. who y'all dealing with. Andy, Andy got hurt. to be cute. Yeah. Andy got to be cute, no matter what he got in the backfield. All right, so that was the first one. The second one, B. Austin, is going to take. <laughs> You're not gonna like this one, just because, it, you know, people lose context. Jalen Hurts is the only player in NFL history to have 4,000 plus passing yards, 4306, and 1,000 plus rushing yards, 1146, through his first. 20 starts and he did it in 19 starts y'all impressed by that
4: Not at all. <laughs> the,
5: eye test, the eye test tells me that in 2004 my flag football quarterback had a stronger arm so i'm cool on Listen, this I, I i
3: for me i i, I laugh with the jalen hurts facts and you called it out earlier that it's like because they they're very crafty and how they put the stats out because that's the only one with 1,000 rushing yards to go with the 4,000 passing yards. But we open it up to right. 4,000 passing yards. It's probably a little different. So it's yeah, very the passing yards, how they do that. Think
2: about it. A lot of these people, some of these people did 4,000 yards in their first season, which for most people was their first 16 starts. That's did over 200 yards yeah. a game. So it took more <laughs> 19 games to get, four thousand, which is still not a terrible pace for a young quarterback. Like when you look at Jalen Hurts, like the numbers are there. The numbers are decent. And if you just look at numbers, you're gonna defend him to no end. Like, come on, y'all do y'all doing too much. Like look at his numbers. But <laughs> you you have to Here, watch
3: here's the, watch. the thing that I'm coming to the conclusion it. with Jalen Hurts. I've got to give the coach some credit. They do a great job of protecting him, not letting him just go out there right. and throw it a 50 times to like you know kind of playing to his strength out of the league. Yeah. So they, they do a great they do a great job of doing that. And if I'm being honest, as I watch him play, I think they can have a high level of success with him, but that's going to require a full team effort. You're going to need your defense to show up every week. Yeah. You're going to mm-hmm. need the running game to show up. But I don't think that I don't think that how we can't win with him. But I also no, you, don't you, think that he's an elite QB. But he's he's good yeah. enough if you if you are great at other spaces. You um, you but the you coach captured a great it. Job of you captured it perfectly.
5: Howie went out and did a masterful job of stocking up on talent. And I mean, when I say talent, I think there's depth. Like depth there. Team is designed where if Jalen Hurts don't get in the way. They can allow him to do what he does best, which is play yeah, running back. Just don't
3: lose the game. Play,
5: just play, don't, just lose, the don't game. lose the game. He could play running back. He can throw the ball 15 times a game. Twelve of those will be to our new, our new favorite receiver, Devontae, the guy Without, that runs routes and is an actual accomplished receiver. He's going to end up going elsewhere because he's going to get frustrated because Jalen can't. Jalen's not an accomplished thrower. To take advantage of what he does best, but he's gonna Jalen's gonna overuse the tight end. He's gonna overuse a big-bodied, superior, original African athlete at wide receiver, and we're gonna we're gonna lead the league in rushing by committee. It's a it's a great strategy to win as a team, but if you yeah. need him but, to throw the ball
2: thirty, thirty-five, forty times, right. I oh, think we I mean, it'll kind of be like last season. I think we can be successful as far as winning a division. You know what I'm saying? Winning more games than we even won last season. But we're going to get into a playoffs when you're facing the best of the best. No, and then you're going to hear what you heard, you know, from the mic'd up folks with the Buccaneers last Like nobody really respects the dude. So once the game plan gets tight like it does in the playoffs, like, you're going to see a whole different thing. Like, if I look at this, like, I'm looking at it last week. What irks me the most is his one read. Like, you literally see he 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 drops back. He looks up once. He sees the rush. He puts his head down. He gone.
0: Yeah, a lot I'm of not.
2: third downs. You frustrate teams, though. You know, you kill teams when you backed us up into a third and nine and you're ready to get off the field, and this dude runs and get a, gets a first down. Okay, so there's value in that. I appreciate that. But there's going to come a time where you just can't rely on that. That's the same thing. That's the same reason Mike Vick-led teams never really had any playoff success. It's the same reason the Eagles took advantage of the Atlanta Falcons in the, uh, in, the in the NFC Championship game that year. Because it's like when you got a coordinator like a Jim Johnson, and whoever the, the smart coordinators are these days, like they're not going to be in week, they're not going to be in week eighteen, nineteen in the playoffs, still falling for the stuff that people were falling for week one and two. In week three and so week we have four, to be able to do something else. So that's that's my. And on point. Top, And on top of that, to your
5: to your point, the dude the dude is doing that and will have success early. What you brought up might hit. Jalen Hurts is one third the athlete Mike Vick is. So it's gonna wear thin pretty soon. The only the only reprieve that we have is that I think we are stopped. We are stopped with on that team. If Jalen Hurts were to go down, I actually believe that uh that Garner Minshew can get us some wins. Believe it or not.
3: You mentioned I mean uh, he's he's Brown. You, mentioned, you mentioned the original black man, yo. Did either one of you gentlemen see uh, Michael Strahan on the pivot? I did not. Yo, they had a conversation. Adrian Peterson came up, and they were talking about him running like a runaway slave, like little, literally their words. Um, <laughs> yeah, Michael Strahan told a story of how he was somewhere and Adrian Peterson was there and he needed a ride and Adrian Peterson had a limo with him. He said, so Adrian Peterson said, Yo, I'll drop you off on my way. <laughs> he said, No, I he said, I'm gonna have a limo drop me off and you can take it to wherever you want to. It's on me or whatever. Blah blah blah. So he said they get in the car and only pouring drinks and everything and he was like, so Adrian Peterson jumped out of wherever he was jumping out at. So Strahan said, Yo, I tried to move over to where he was and then I realized Yo, boy wasn't sitting down. There's no seat here. The boy was literally in the squat position, like he was sitting <laughs> the entire ride. He was like, he, he was like, yo, who has strength to do that? He was like, that's when I realized that he's different. He was like, yo, that's when I realized he's different. I was like, yo, I've
2: been what in the squat position in the limo before, but it was because I was doing something else. But yo, hey, but the- yo, <laughs> yo, but
3: I say all that to say that because he is the original black man in an athlete, that ain't help you box. And, you know, it is
2: what it is. He got his life <laughs> taken away from him. Yeah. All right, man. So that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, so let's do our NFL pick six real quick, man. Our uh, pick six, if y'all are new to the program, we take, you know, what we deem as the six most interesting NFL games of the week. Um, And we just, you know, we give our picks on these games. Uh, Nothing too complicated. We're not even going to go in depth because we got some other stuff to talk about. We got some calls to take. Um, So let's start with the Thursday night tilt. And and I I meant to ask you this earlier, Jim. I meant to send you a message. Are the Thursday night games only on Amazon now? I know last week it wasn't, but that was just, that was the opener. I don't think they were going to give Amazon the opener, but. I don't I don't see it anywhere so, on the dial, so I think it's only I think it's exclusively on Amazon. Does
3: the uh, Does the NFL Network have it too? Though?
2: That's wrong, man. No, I I checked the NFL Network. The NFL Network is showing the, the Seahawks Broncos game again. So I so I'm sitting, I'm, and now mm. i now this is not confirmed, but I'm putting it together. Like so, while they're showing the Thursday Nighter, NFL Network might show what they might deem as like the game of the week or something from the from the previous week, but there's Okay, At least it says know. Seahawks Broncos, unless they just you know listed it wrong. But I was like, damn, is it exclusive it also, on the Amazon?
3: They got that. They got that new streaming joint too, the new NFL joint too, don't they?
2: Yeah. And that's supposed to be like. So maybe. Yeah. Prime some primetime game. Maybe there. Yeah. All right. So shout out to Amazon. I'm watching Amazon. Bro. So yeah, you got yeah, Amazon Prime. Set that, set that you watch tonight and it's actually two of the teams and two of the quarterbacks that had that we felt had very, very good week one so it's the uh i want to call them san diego so bad it's the los angeles chargers versus the kansas city chiefs and this game is at arrowhead stadium in kansas city so i don't know if that swayed your pick or not who you fellas got this evening in the thursday night
3: i got the chef
2: Okay. I actually hate and love that this game is on Thursday night at the same time. I say I hate it because Thursday night games are usually trash no matter who's playing in the Thursday night game because football is just not that quick turnover sport. Like they need that that week, you know, to, to go out there and play at their full capacity. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, if we have to get a Thursday nighter, At least we have some dudes that are capable of of playing well and maybe you know breaking that little curse. So it could be decent or it just could be you know two quarterbacks and two teams that we hold in high esteem this year out there playing a stinker. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs in this one. I'm gonna go with them. Even though I said I just need Juju to hold on to the
3: rock. Yeah, Yeah. Juju.
2: Juju out there dribbling, trying to show off his NBA skills. Um, I, um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Even I know I picked uh, the Chargers to win the division, but this is, you know, we're still early in the season. The Chiefs looked good last week, and it's at Arrowhead. Uh, maybe I'll I'll go with the Chargers when they're playing at home, even though a home game for the Chargers is still not really a home game. Um, the Raiders took over their, <laughs> their field last week. Not yeah. that difficult to do because the Raiders have had their jaunts in and in and out of Los Angeles in their tenure too, and you know, California team, even when they weren't in Los Angeles until they moved to Vegas, so you know they still have a huge following there. So it's probably difficult for the the, the Chargers to, to Raider the Raiders in in Los Angeles. But I'm I'm gonna go to Chiefs. B, who are you going with?
5: Uh, I was all prepared to pick Justin Herbert and uh, the superchargers, and then I realized the Muslim brother, Cena, uh, ain't playing. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and go with chiefs. But I'm the crazy part well, is,
2: because I know Jimmy and I, you know, because of fantasy purposes last year, we used to have that conversation of how dude used to, like, gun it. To to Keenan Allen. Um, when Keenan Allen yeah, went out of the game Sunday, I was like, "Uh oh, you know, Herbert might be in trouble because the dude he likes to throw to a million times a game is gone." Yo, he started spreading the wealth, and you didn't even miss Keenan Allen. I'm like, yeah, hey, it he might he he he, yeah,
3: he he low key might be better without the ball. <laughs> he's
2: he growing, yeah, because he he's not he don't have that binky. <laughs> i <I'll
3: tell
2: you laughs> one thing, yo.
3: I, I know I know it's only like you know. 18 minutes at the seven, but Travis Kelsey already open.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely is. All right, let's hurry over these picks because I know uh, Tobias probably cursing y'all out because y'all ain't take his call yet. Um, Dolphins mm-hmm. at Ravens.
3: Yo, I'm running with the Ravens. Um, you know what I'm saying? I think that the Ravens this sh- are going to have a great year because they were like the sexy pick last year and everybody thought they were going to, you know, have a run to the bowl and no one's really talking about them now. So I think this is one of those things where, you know, they they kind of take a step back and take a step forward. And Lamar Jackson was, you know, although he's playing the Jets, he looked sharp last week.
2: Yeah, and he looked sharper passing, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I saw somebody talking about it today. Like, it's probably crazy being Lamar Jackson because everybody says you run too much, you need to sharpen up on your passing skills. Then when you have a decent passing game and you only run for 17 yards, People are telling you. They say you should have ran more. Right, so it's like it, it's hard being home. He can't right win. <laughs> he definitely he can't. Can. Win. But um, Yo. Baltimore has proven that he can't win though, because even when they always supposed to win, they never win. But I've actually picked them to win that division, even though the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last season. So I'm I'm, I'm like Jim, I'm on, uh, this could be a time Come when on, they finally go under the radar and actually get it done.
5: I'm on uh, I'm on I'm on record as telling Deion Sanders' biggest hater, aka uh first down Freddie Purdue, that Lamar Jackson, he's him, man. He's him. If he figures out how to sling that thing, he's him. So uh I'm going with uh, I'm going with the Ravens. Paul uh
2: over to him.
3: Hey yo, hey yo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We still can't throw the deep ball. Um, all right, so now <laughs> we, got, we got the Buccaneers who need to bounce back from, you know, a mediocre performance last week uh, versus Jameis and them Saints. <laughs> who y'all got?
4: Famous
5: Jameis is here. Jameis, if you can't get it done this season. It's the last year you're you going to have your uncle out here defending you,
3: bro. Yo, Jameis is questionable. He's probably gonna play, <laughs> but um, I'm rolling with I'm I'm rolling with I'm actually rolling with famous Jameis and the Saints, man. I think the Buccaneers, man. I think they're done. Don't don't man, kill me, advice,
2: but you think they done though? I, th-
3: I think I think I think I uh, think you know the Brady the Brady's window. I think Brady's uh, off the field issues is gonna cause him to uh, take set step back this year.
2: I know they beat up. I, mean, it's I know they beat definitely up. beat up their top three wide receivers didn't practice for, for most of the week. I think Mike Evans might have been a limited participant today. Uh Godwin came in off the ACL tear and tore a hamstring, so he might be out for not tore it, but uh hurt his hamstring, so he might be out for a, a couple of weeks. Um, Julio just old as hell, so he gonna tweak something every time Listen, he stepped on the football field. And now Mike Evans was a limited participant, too. I mean, they might just be doing it because they old veterans, and they might just be, you know, trying to fool everybody on the
3: Listen, injury man, report. But. The, only, the only Mike Evans I respect is a black nationalist, and he got a brother named J.J.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Power to the people. Cabrini Green in the house. Um, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers, though. Uh, after saying all that, I'm going to still go with the, with the Buccaneers. Because um, I like how the Saints looked last week. But they're still in the you know, Saints still one of them show me teams for me. Like I believe that y'all can be better, but you gotta show me. You 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 win this game and I might start picking you in some of these
3: uh If Alvin Kamara come them. out
2: with a gold chain on, it's over. Yo, why did his chain a lot of athletes wear chains, but this dude wore a chain with a with a whole
0: piece. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he had a whole diamond encrusted
2: piece. Yo, he would uh, know how do you play board,
3: ball with a yo, the poor right, Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Him and Cordell Patterson be rocking chains like they be going to the club, yo. they be on right. the field drawing. Because
2: like, everybody has just a chain, but you don't wear uh, a, a piece <laughs> on the chain when you're playing. Like, his joint was hanging outside of his jersey. Yo.
5: Yeah. Like, like, yo, my what man, what man got on his rock
4: chain. ain't
2: even good enough. Yo, what my man has to with
4: the Jesus piece. What is his teeth,
2: man? How you right? You play ball with a QB QB chain If Kamara pulled up
3: with the Cuban with the Jesus pieces then the Buccaneers are done, man. That's when you know everybody's <laughs> business, man. All right, who Cuban you got, B? With, Jesus piece, with a C. <laughs> We going uh
5: famous Jameis versus uh versus Tom. Terrific
2: Tom. Yes, sir.
5: I'm going famous Jameis, man.
0: Yeah. Easy done,
2: uh-huh. Cool, man. We got um the Buccaneers. I'm sorry, we got the bank. The Bengals at the Cowboys. The Bengals started out 0-1 in a game Bengals, with Pittsburgh that it seemed like nobody wanted to win. I thought it was going to be two ties in the NFL last week. I almost was. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, they're still a good team. I picked them to be a wild card. Dallas is in trouble right now. for rush can do under center, but I'm going with the Bengals. I think this is where they get there, where they get revved up and get off the snide a little bit after that performance last week. Joe Burrow can't yo, struggle two weeks to... in a row, can he?
3: No, that's my fantasy quarterback, man. So if he if he <laughs> throws this that man picks again, yo, then I am well actually I got James as a backup. But anyway,
2: um yeah I got the Bengals, yo. All right. Um B, oh you already said it <laughs> before I finished. I said Cowboys B was like no Bengals. Cardinals at the Raiders. As, uh, what's the name? Boomer would have said.
3: Boomer, I'm going with uh Derek Carr, and you know what I'm saying in 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 the, and the, uh, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders.
2: I'm going with uh Raider Nation as well. I just don't. I don't, I don't really believe in the Cardinals right now. I don't really believe. I in don't that.
3: know if Kyler Murray put his four hours in or not. Bo don't
2: know how to read. Yeah, I don't know if he's studying. Bull don't There's be reading. Don't be studying. Um,
3: Yo, you know the sad part, B. So the sad part about it is because of that story leaking, he can't win. Like anytime he has a bad game or does something wrong, yeah, are gonna he's gonna, say he's gonna wait for the fact <laughs> he on didn't they, didn't they, study. they they low they low key ruined his career with that.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm but I, I'm gonna go with the Raiders on this one. I think the Raiders played pretty well um, last week. They just didn't get the, the win. But, um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Raiders on this one. And there was supposed to be a more of a spread the wealth situation with the Cardinals because DeAndre Hopkins is down, but you know, old cats like AJ Green, he didn't really eat. He had like two receptions for 13 yards um, touchdown, but he was two receptions for 14 yards. One of his receptions just happened to be inside the five. So a lot of the people that you you thought were going to share in some of that wealth that, you know DeAndre was giving up, really didn't. But that might be like what we talked about earlier. You don't got DeAndre out there. It's easier to guard the rest of y'all. So, <laughs> so, so we'll 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 see. Um, and the last but not least, the Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson, and the Minnesota Vikings uh, go to see those Philadelphia Eagles and the aforementioned Jalen Hurts. Who you got, B?
3: <laughs>
5: uh, I got the Vikings
3: home opener.
2: do you got, Jim? Vikings.
3: Mm. Man, this is tough. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Reluctantly.
2: La- last time, you know, we saw these this team in a meaningful game. beat the heavenly, holy sh- snipes out of them in the uh, NFC yeah. chip game. But. Um, I'm gonna go with the Vikings, and I'm gonna say this: I think, had it played out differently with the Eagles' defense, had the Eagles and and it's it's one game. They could have just had a, a slip up, or you know the Lions could end up being better than we thought they were. But had the Eagles' defense played how I expected, how or I'm not, not even gonna say expected, how I expect the Eagles defense to be this season, this would be an easier pick for me. But until now that they put that performance out that they did last week, until they prove otherwise in games like this against other good teams, other teams that I deem to be playoff teams, I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. So hopefully that defense in Philly can step up and do what they were supposed to have, you know, what they're supposed to be this year. Hopefully they can play up to that. All right, so before we tell y'all what happened this week while y'all were on the Grizz Nae, we're going to go to the phone lines because, you know, Jimmy and B just playing the phone callers out. All right, we're not going to go to the uh-huh. phone lines because I guess Tobias, <laughs> I guess Master showed up and ran him off the staircase. So, Jimmy, you want to tell everybody what happened <laughs> while, they, while they were on the Grizz Nae?
3: Yes, sir. What happened while you were on the Grizz Nye is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technology to you or your busy the custom website. Visit digitalextremetech.com tech dot com or call two six seven two zero five four two zero three and it's go here. And you don't get the warm discount. But
0: uh what right in the
3: so indubitably your man Walt Clyde Frazier was honored by the Hall of Fame again for so this time being a
2: broadcaster. You, so yeah, you know what mean? Yeah, got the Kirk Gowdy Award. Got uh, from the Kirk Gowdy Award from the Hall of Fame and the ceremony last Friday night. So, you know, Mike Breen, his longtime partner, he was giving him his big ups, giving him his props, and he was just trying to let us know. Because, you know, the first thing we're going to go to when we talk about Walt Clive Frazier as a broadcaster, he was like, you know, I think even now I think he's, better than he's ever been and it's his preparation. It's not just his vocabulary, but nah, I'm going to just go ahead and say it's his vocabulary because he, he dishing and swishing all the way to the Hall of Fame twice. Indubitably,
4: <laughs> indubitably,
2: <laughs> he will dish and swish
5: with the benefactor being those who do not pontificate
2: upon the well mm-hmm. of NBA play. Now there's big men out there picking and tricking. But, um... <laughs> Yo, but nah, like, because if you listen if, over the past 20 years, you know, when I discovered him as a broadcaster, um, you listen to a Knicks broadcast, because he's been on the broadcast since 87. Um, I think he started in 80, but he was the radio guy. And then in 87, the same year, he went into the Hall of Fame as a player. um I think that's when he uh, switched over to TV. You watch a Knicks broadcast, like, it's a pretty decent broadcast. I don't think he's one of the best, you know, color analysts out there. But he does make it interesting, and a lot of it is because of his vocabulary. So I'm like, you know, Mike Breen, I know you probably want people to focus on something else, but let him be great for why he's great. Because in my opinion, that's why he's great. It's not like I don't think he's doing anything else that's extraordinary. But, you know, his vocabulary in the colorful way he's decided to play the game is why he's great. So let that man dish and swish. Listen, man, <laughs> he was T.I. before T.I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right.
3: <laughs> absolutely. Yo, man, absolutely. <laughs> he <laughs> was and burping. <laughs> yeah so other, news that happened, you know, other news that happened this week while you were on the grid, Naive. The owner of the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sarver, has been suspended for a year after an investigation by the National Basketball Association. Um, that investigation found that he uh, talked about sexual acts and condoms at an all-employees meeting. He told a blowjob story while in a business meeting. He told a one of oh, the employees... He told one female employee, "You've never seen anything this big." While preparing to take a shower at the team facility, um, he was emailing pornography to a group of uh, male employees. He dropped oh, hey, his man. underwear unnecessarily uh, while a male employee was performing a fitness check on him. All right, he that's the, that, to that, that, that's, male That's the first the thing I heard party.
2: that was, you know, something was wrong with. It, but keep going. Yo, <laughs> yo he was. <laughs> on like he, he belonged on in that corner that away.
5: Anthony Edwards was looking at.
2: Now he definitely yo, was He wilding, was but it on on men like, and women, dog. He he was sounding like he, he was just enjoying the spoils of being a a, a billionaire team owner. White I mean, man. Like if yo, there you know, if white, there white, were anybody white, out there who didn't like Jerry Buss, then these type of stories would be coming out about him too. I mean, because you know how he yo listen to this. You man, know his yo. experts oh, with I, the I
3: yeah, I wasn't even done yet, yo, because he asked one female employee if she got an upgrade. he was speaking about her breasts, like, yo, they look fired. Did they yeah. Get yeah. Um, <laughs> he probably he told, should, have asked he 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 one, should have
2: said, did I pay for those? Oh, that was real. Yeah, he, he, told,
3: he told one pregnant employee that she couldn't continue her assignment because the baby needs their mom, not their father, to go home. So, yeah. um Wow. So, he was some, yo, you know, her boys family, got, like, uh, like 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 frat humor that, you know, we just don't play like that. And so he was acting like a frat boy, um, just wowing on everybody. So men, women, everybody. Got. My man was sexually
2: harassing men and women. Um, but I blame all this that's on the, Chris the Paul. But think about it. That's probably who told on him. Dudes that was tired of, you know, his, his LGBT humor. And I don't even humor. know
3: Chris Paul got, the reason I blame Chris Paul is because, He's the common denominator. He was with the Clippers and Donald Sterling was wilding. He gets right. to the Suns on this boy's wilding. So well, did I don't you, know did you um, read what Chris the part? Paul about to do with anything.
2: Because he said he, he, he said the N word a few times. Oh yeah, they, they were saying. Why can't But they were saying he was saying the N word when he was recounting stories from other people. So it's one of them things he's telling you what somebody else said, but he was like you know saying it like, well I'm just telling you the story. So Chris Paul and LeBron James were two of the, the players that spoke up on this um, because he was fined $10 million by the NBA and suspended for a year so he can't be around his team for a year. I always laugh at, you know, suspension of owners. Okay, the owner can't come to the arena, but the check's gone clear. So, like, what's what's the real punishment here? Um, but they're saying they think more should have been done um, so LeBron's basically saying I, I respect leadership in the NBA. I expect I, I respect the you know the front office or whatever, but I think they dropped the ball here. Um, Chris Paul said the same thing. He said he think you know the the behavior was atrocious and NBA is not doing enough. Whereas Adam Silver was like you know this is a whole different situation than the whole Donald Silver thing, and I cannot take the Phoenix Suns from him. Like you know, because that's what they're really calling for. But do y'all think that'll stand? Because you know how public pressure changes things. Like, what happens if the players say something like, "Yo, we're not gonna play as long as dude is is here." Think God. Uh, I mean,
3: that could that that could possibly Silver change.
2: Silver change. I think. I the, think the one
3: thing that changes. I think the one thing that changes this and Donald Silver, Donald, Donald 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 Silver, Donald Sterling. Sterling Silver, not mine. Y'all see what I like did there. Oh, anyway, bars. the one thing that um, changes uh, <laughs> the the situation is Donald Sterling made the mistake that you know um, a lot of people make. Yo, his stuff was recorded. Yeah, you yeah. can't get caught on the record. Dr- Yo, Donald Sterling was doing the saying some of that same stuff for 20 years, but it wasn't until someone decided yeah. to record him and we all heard it. And uh, Donald Sterling Speaking doubled down Donald after Sterling. he got caught. So.
2: Speaking of Donald Sterling. He was one of the, the dudes who, who gave uh,
3: Jerry well, Buss' partner
2: a loan when he was trying to buy the Lakers. He needed, what they needed, yeah, like a $3 million, million more dollars, so they went to three yeah. people. So I'm Yo. assuming Donald Sterling might have gave, you know, at least a million dollars. A million dollars was a lot of money back in Yo, 1978. There was, was so
3: many lessons in the first, like, episode on the business tip. Like, first of all, my man Jerry, Jerry uh, Buss was an engineer. And he started his real estate career just by going, like, for his homies he had worked at work with, like, yo, let's all put up 10 grand.
2: You want to buy this apartment? Like, yo.
3: <laughs> and that's how they started. I'm like, yo. I don't know that many people I can say, yo, let's, let's put up 10 grand. Anyway. um, But getting back to the, the, the whole conversation. We know the wrong Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we know the wrong one. But, yo, um, I think that uh, uh, that's the only way, Dev, is that the players decide to do that, which I doubt they will because um, this doesn't seem to have as much heat as the Donald Sterling thing either. It's not even being talked about that much. So.
2: And with the Donald like Sterling thing, farming. did they say they weren't going to play? I forgot what they did. Didn't they just go into the, the middle of the court and put yeah, their –
3: black church or something. They was strong.
2: Church or something. But they played, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was corny. They still played. Like, like, like you do that, you they put won, your jersey oh, down. Show. Yeah, you put your jersey down and say, nah, we're not playing. Put your jersey in the middle of the court. Yeah, I watched
3: the whole documentary on that. They want to get them checked. They want to do both. Like, we're going to find a way to play and to make a statement.
2: (laughs) Right, right. I mean, yeah, we figured that's what they were trying to do. But, I mean, that's why we talk about there's levels to this. Like, we talk about Muhammad Ali. We talk even about Colin Kaepernick. Like, dudes be risking their livelihood. To 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 make a stance, to make a statement, because they really believe in it. Not saying these dudes don't believe in it, but it's hard to, to, I, to not make that. Uh, I was laughing. I was
3: laughing night. thinking about thinking about Kaepernick recently, as I saw like you know Brett Favre steal money from all the poor people.
2: Right. And and see
3: up certain you know see how <laughs> certain folks uh defended him, and I'm like, yo, you're the anti-Kaepernick dude. This dude uh, literally I, stole from poor people.
2: Yo, but now. In the lawsuit, like there is literally, we talk about stuff being video. Like there's text where Brett is asking for this yo, and
4: specifically says,
2: "Can we do yo, this? A, is it possible a, we can do yo. this without the media finding out?" Because he knows yo, what was, a, cause he, he knows Jesus. exactly what he was doing wrong. Like yeah, it's far of a He's piece
3: a piece of, of trash, piece. yo. <laughs> but yo, <laughs> yo, considering considering the last time we talked about Brett Farber's text messages. His phone gotta be like deplorable, yo. Somebody gotta take his phone. Somebody gotta take take his his. phone. He probably got all kinds of eggplant emojis and all kinds of inboxes.
2: He's a nasty dude. His phone is just full of incriminating material, like stuff that can put him in. Like not just stuff that can get him in trouble with his whiz, but stuff that can get him locked up. Like you sent the eggplant to to somebody who didn't want it, like. This day and age, that, that might get you a bid if you weren't Brett Favre. You know what I'm saying? Yo, now Brett you're Favre in here. Now you're in here stealing money from, you know, the welfare folks, and and making sure that the dude yo, doesn't the tell the media. In the country, about it. the, <laughs> in the state poorest in the country. state in the country. That's that's crazy. That's crazy.
3: Yo, he's deplorable. Yo, he is deplorable.
2: But you know, it's people going to take up for it because a lot of people when they see welfare, they only see black people, even though, you know, we know that it's more people more white people on welfare than, than anybody else in this country. But you know what people see? They see black people and they think people are taking advantage of it. They see the the welfare queens and all that kind of stuff. But this dude is stealing money from, like he's come on man. Piece of yeah, he's, he's a he's, He's a
3: despicable <laughs> human being. I want to say, I've, been hate, I, I've, I've hated you forever, so I just give me more reason to hate you. With that oh, we being got said,
2: man, Tobias back on the line. We're almost done though. So, oh, we, we hole, hole, Tobias what's good. Yeah, can't be, can't be a long, can't be alone, long call. What's up, Tobias? Don't blame me. What's
0: going on? now. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, all I got to say is that. Bill O'Brien might want to check the brake line under his car. That's all I got to say.
2: <laughs> I was uh, about to say because you was you know you was mighty mouthy about what y'all were gonna do to
3: Texas and y'all hey, got out of there with oh, your you, lives, you man, about, Hey, you
2: talking about you talking about the number two Alabama Crimson Tide? And
3: I'm pretty sure don't they matter
0: long, long as we get it's in. All I got to say that point spread. Hey, yeah. here's the quote of the week. I found this on Twitter. Dude said wow. Alabama has a habit of winning games where everybody's miserable. Uh, you know, we're, we're the only fan base that wins, and everybody's still pissed because we ain't cover. Exactly.
2: Uh, but, know, but I, everybody's pissed because y'all are y'all are spoiled. Y'all are used to a certain standard. Like
3: we don't just win. That Alabama we team rub
2: people. You know what I mean? We kill people. that
3: that Alabama team right there. If they show up against the Georgia team, I saw they're gonna get they're gonna get thirty. Hey, all I <laughs> gotta say, they is I get
0: want to They're gonna get Bama. Hey, hey. I just want to see their quarterback do more than dink and dunk. Uh, that's all I got to say. All I know it was weak, too. He ain't got two. to when, he,
3: when, he, when he's throwing the superhumans and them dudes get the ball and hey, dink and dunk and take he it He ain't to the got house.
0: to because Alabama seems to can't figure out the best play in college football. They fall for it. Throw up a wounded duck and you get the flag because the guys won't turn around and well, look for the ball.
3: But I tell you um, something, you quarterback did make a play when he was asked to. Like He he, he saved you all season.
0: Yes, trust me. And now we got to hear about this quarterback getting hurt, towards a dirty hit. Dude jumped in the air. I'm sorry. Don't get off your feet. And, hey, Alabama had fifteenth penalty Talking about the rest. Texas had six, six red zone opportunities. Don't cry me a river. But uh, <laughs> once, I got to say this, right? Watching the NFL this week, man, I think it's just the Tom Brady. He gonna have to go ahead and shut it down and retire or he's gonna be in child support court, fighting with his fighting with gonna be
2: Pete ex wife. Uh, <laughs> do you think you that's know. why he Because, uh, remember he left camp for like eleven days. You think he's yeah. having issues at home? Yo, they he,
3: said they said that they beeping right now. She she done moved to some, moved out the crib
2: and beeping
3: oh, yep. and
0: Because and, and I, I I'm actually with her on this because she probably talked about how she gave up her career to yeah, be she the mom with the kids do all this a long stuff. Time. She stuck around
2: yeah. and it ball, and then yo he retired for two yeah. weeks.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I, I actually understand. I understand where Giselle's coming from. You know, and, and you know, um, you know
3: they,
2: they, and you know that she's usually at the game, and they usually get the
3: Giselle shot in the stands and all that. Right, right. All oh, dog. He, yeah. She said, "I ain't Remember, coming anymore." No even talking
2: greasy to his his team when they lost the Super Bowl that time. Yeah, I'll yeah, and, yeah. And, and, uh, Like she, she was four ball. She wasn't just like yeah. The, the eye candy She shot, the gym, shot in the gym, yo. Yeah, yeah, she definitely. And like, and I
0: was watching that Monday night game, and I asked a buddy I was at the bar with. I was like, "Be yeah. honest now. I know everybody likes him. Russell Wilson didn't play good Monday night. I hate the break it the folks. Uh, you know, but, <laughs> I mean, but think about
2: this. I think that that need to be yeah.
0: you know, like, common. Knowledge. and that coach, right? like I call him hot take Colin Cowherd because we have it on at work. He, you got to get an offensive-minded coach, offensive-minded coach. How about let's get a coach who can manage the game and be a leader of men? Because the game, these games are won and lost by managing. It's crazy like how these NFL games are decided by three to four points every week, but all these gurus here be passing up on field goals. <laughs> but, they, but they chase the points That's at the end of the game.
3: <laughs> but, you know what I find funny too? I find funny when they talk about these offensive-minded coaches and these gurus. Like when these dudes come through the ranks, a lot of times they coached on both sides of the football.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, they and talk first, about how
3: Sean McVay is an offensive genius. His first job, he worked on defense. Yeah. That's a,
0: and, uh, because I because I remember like the uh, it was the art of coach of Belichick and Saban, and Saban had two in the office of Bray, yeah. and Brady's office of the Belichick that was showing them how to attack these looks. A lot of offensive coaches are worried about just running their plays. Because think about this. Oh the Bengals coach Zach Taylor, he's terrible. But since they made the Super Bowl, everybody's saying he's great. And mind you, on fourth down of Super Bowl, he had Joe Mixon on the bench. <laughs> you know? Uh so it's just because your offensive you know, and coordinator, you,
2: know, you know that Joe Mixon can can hit them holes. I mean I mean them holes. Not them holes. My bad. Yeah, John oh, Watson against hey, John Watson like his hit, but that's a whole different show. But uh, I know you guys got to run.
0: But hey, uh, you guys have a good one, fellas, and uh, right. take it easy, fellas. Roll damn tight. All
2: right. Take Fuck
0: it easy, Bill take O'Brien. Easy. Peace. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh boy, man. All right, yo, man. He will never blame Saban, though, yo. He will never blame, right, right, he will blame right, a coordinator right. on either side of the ball, but he will never blame Saban.
2: I hope he don't go out like, like Fred Purdue after it's all said and done and they, they come back to the pack. This boy will be on, on social media talking about fire. Oh, uh, fire, fire, fire Belichick. Fire never like, that good. On, he be going man. in on Belichick. Like, like, you, Yo, come on, man. Like, you used to come here and we used to, like, be frustrated because you couldn't not bring up Bill Belichick. And now, come on, man. Yo, he, he done, I'm on the he record. Done. I told him this day was coming. I said, yo, right. your whole like little Brady still, and bro. Belichick,
3: I said, when that breaks up, I said, y'all going back to what y'all were. Because people forgetting, like, yo, y'all mid. Y'all
2: been he's, mid. He's too, he's too young, uh, Jim. His whole life they've been like this. So he thinks – he doesn't know. any Anything is cyclical. Any team, any sport – it's cyclical like that. Like you, You're you used to this because you're young, and it's been like this your whole life. Their run was a Yo, little longer than, than everybody else. Yo, think about this. Think about there's this. a like, time think in about, your life as think a sports fan that you're going to be frustrated.
3: <laughs> think about Chase, right? So Chase loves hoops. He's growing up at a time when the Warriors are it, right? right. And the Pistons are complete duty. Your Your childhood, that was reversed.
2: Right. Like the Warriors were a little decent. By the time we became teenagers, until we were adults, the Warriors were one of the worst teams in the damn league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the worst teams in the damn league, if not the damn worst. Well, the the like Pips Sacramento. They beat them up. There's some people who came up, you know, they came of age, and their memories start at like 99, around then. They, they didn't know that Sacramento – has always been trash, but they were good around that time, and then they've been trash mm-hmm. ever since. Sacramento's just being Sacramento right now. <laughs> I mean, no, the
3: 22-year-old was born in 2000.
2: Yeah, see? And there you go. <laughs> and
3: there you go. All right, so...
2: Tell us what happened this date in sports history. Yeah, man, this date in sports history is brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is. Sports the Book written by... War Room Zone, Jimmy the Blueprint. Make sure you go get your copy. You can get that from warroomsports.com, sportsthebook.com, amazon.com, wherever you get it from. Just make sure you get one of the greatest sports books ever written. Don't miss that movement. All right, September fifteenth, 2018, Russian boxer Janati Golovkin, a.k.a. Triple G, loses his first professional fight, along with his undisputed middleweight crown and his record 20th title defense when he was outpointed by Mexican Canelo Alvarez in their second fight. The first fight was called a, a draw. The trilogy of these two rivals will be completed, ironically, this Saturday night in Las Vegas. So who you guys taking in, in fight number three before we get out of here? Canelo or Triple G? Keep in mind, Triple G is like 40-41. Canelo is 32. Canelo was upset in his last fight, but that fight was at light heavyweight. So coming down the 168 to rumble Triple G for a second time. I I mean, I ain't going to hold you besides Floyd Mayweather taking him to school. Triple G has fought Canelo the best out of anybody I've ever seen. And I'm excited for the fight. Like, this is one you know, that I would pay for if I had to, but, you know, in the days of Barry Bonds, we, we don't have to pay for nothing. Um, Yo, I'm more yeah. excited but, about... But, but he's man 40, man. I'm in. not expecting like the first two fights from this. I'm expecting Canelo to kick his ass a little bit in this one. Where's oh, they, yeah. Can
3: I, listen, and, and Canelo, Canelo is, for lack of a better term, you know what I mean, although you can say he's a double entendre, he's the golden boy. So... I feel like this is set up for him to kind of like you know close close this out and, and, and beat not beat Snyder dude knows. so I'm, I'm going with Canelo, but I'm more excited about the Errol Spence fight. But that's the oh making. yeah,
2: Errol Spence and and Terence Crawford finally come to an agreement. Contracts haven't been signed yet, but an agreement has been made. So we finally yes, get that super fight that, we, that we've been waiting for. I think supposedly in November, so I, I can't wait for that. All okay right, where but, uh, the fight going to be at? Nah, I would assume that's a Vegas one. But uh, Oh, okay, yeah. I'm trying to pull know. up like Frank Lucas. <laughs> right, in the chinchilla, <laughs> telling on myself. All right, so um, that's what happened this week in sports history. We want to give a big war room salute to this historical moment, and hopefully they will make another historical moment on Saturday night. Uh, Let's get up out of here, Jim. Yeah? Let's roll.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another Briefing in the War Room Shop. Everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our group chat. Anybody who called and got through, thank you. Those we can get to, we apologize. we catch us back here next week. We're always here on Thursdays, but you can catch everything on demand on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Catch all of our conversations on the socials, and you can find all of that at the hub, which you can also find all of our content, and that is warroomsports.com. You can also find my book, Sports the Book, there at Sports. Dot com. But until next time, everybody's gonna set mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you jumps on top.
2: Oh yeah, and happy birthday to my baby girls. there will be seven tomorrow. Shout out to the twin Happy birthday! <laughs>
4: I mean, now the blueprint, Yo. every Thursday, 6 to 8, they do this, <laughs> shout out to Dev, Dev. PJ, be off and dot Bay on replay, on uh. Warroom sports.com, yeah. get that mobile app, it's not out 323 2 3 below 0012, Woo. they be going and you sensitive then oh well, yeah. Physical podcast. the tough books Show time like magic and the block push Magic live. alive Push one to join in Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment Hip hop dollars. pit stop and knowledge Should be in sports, credit as I ain't talking college pop guys, no beef though, no. court three, feature, but the streets know funny I got a G-Flow K C royalty, I'm in beef mode, two hours. Your game up. Uh, Who's the best sports you name uh.
5: War Room Sports. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.
4: With the Lucky Lands Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere.